Get up, get on up. All right, happy Friday. <sighs> it's Woo-hoo. a fun Friday, boys. And it's not just any Friday. Today is a special day. It's March the 2nd, which Jody probably doesn't remember what today is either. That's mm. okay if you don't. What? What? It's my late grandfather's birthday. He, now, oh. he passed oh. away in 1979. He's been gone a long time. Well, he passed away when you were... I was 10. 10? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm so, sorry. Woo. I thought you know, I was about to miss an anniversary or something. No, no, no. So, no, but I just, me. I mean, I think about that. March 2nd just sticks out in my head as that date. Yes. So if he were around today, he would be 106. That's not, you know, I guess you could play that game every you year. You can yeah. play that game with anybody that you've lost, and you do. Your heart naturally does it. Mm-hmm. I will always, for my dad, who died way too young, my dad died when he was only 40. So when I tell you when his birthday comes around or whatever, it's kind of like, I wonder what he would be like today. You can't yeah. help but do that. Do you, think, heart. do you also think, too, that whenever you think of your dad, he's always 40? Absolutely. I mean, you don't think of your dad as 70 or no. how, he, how he is at 60. And there's a flip side to that coin. He remains 40 forever and losing him. I remain 16 forever uh, with regards to losing him. And that weird? I, I, I feel I that, that way. That way. Yeah. Not that that was bad. It's just, you know, that's how I feel. You're right, Murphy. Happy Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, not too serious. Well, we do have a lot of fun stuff today. There is another reason to celebrate today because it's a very special day. Uh, it's, and Facebook reminded me of this. It's a very special friend day for today. Come on, sing it, Jody. Wait, what do you mean, friend day? Oh, wait, Facebook reminds you when you became friends with somebody years yeah, ago, right? today's my ninth friendiversary with Jody. Uh, oh, is it really? <laughs> that's what friends are for. Did it post a lot of pictures of us yes, together? Yes, it did. <laughs> that's A lot funny. of pictures. Uh, and it said, we seem to like each other a lot, 431 times to be exact. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Very special Friday today. Thank you, Sam. That's what friends uh, are for. I didn't realize it On was Facebook. your friendiversary. Man, we need to move this train <laughs> along. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. And later this hour, why Murphy is so upset about something I'm feeding the bearded dragons uh-huh. uh, now. And coming up next in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, I'll get you Oscar ready with all the best picture nominees and which movies maybe you want to see before Sunday night. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's the Academy Awards weekend, 90th annual Academy Awards on Sunday night Ooh. on ABC. It's a big one. It is a big one. Hosted by Jimmy Kimmel again for his second year in a row. Um, and so I want to kind of get you familiar a little bit with some of the best picture nominees. There are nine. So I okay. won't be able to cover every single one, but the one that Jimmy Kimmel is most uh, looking forward to making jokes about is this movie, this um, The Shape of Water adventure fantasy drama. She deaf? Mute, sir. She can hear you. You clean that lab, you get out. It's such a strange premise. Okay, a top secret research facility in the 1960s and the 60s, uh, and this lonely janitor girl has a relationship, a physical, unique relationship with a sea creature that's being held in captivity. It's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's uh-huh. like, but it's nominated for 13 awards. I know. It's the most, most nominations. You gotta watch this just for curiosity, or at least give it 10 minutes, uh. The Shape of Water. We also have, for Best Picture, the one in the category that's most likely, most typical to be nominated for Best <clears throat> Picture, Steven Soderbergh, I'm sorry, Steven Spielberg's um, The Post. Okay, people are concerned about having a woman in charge of the paper, that she doesn't have the resolve to make the tough choices. 
Thank you, Arthur, for your frankness. Oh, Meryl Streep, there yeah, she is. There's your winner. Tom Hanks in this movie and Steven Spielberg. I mean, it's it's an epic journey. Yeah. Something that did really happen based on real events. And even with all that star power, this one's not the odds-on favorite to win? No, it's not. We're going to get to that. Darkest Hour is nominated. That's the, Win- the Winston Churchill movie starring Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. He's nominated, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. We've got Get Out, Call Me By Your Name, Lady Bird, uh, Phantom Thread. That's Daniel Day-Lewis in a romantic drama in Dunkirk. That one came out in the summer Man. and nominated. And then really the critics' favorite, and we don't... I have, I've got to watch it this weekend because how do you make something so serious, so sad, also funny, but they've done it. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. What's along what you can and cannot say on a billboard? I guess your angel hates his mother. That's right. Frances McDormand as the mom who wants her daughter's murder solved so she buys billboards outside Mm -hmm. of town and puts stuff up on them all the time so the investigation stays forefront Mm -hmm. and it's like Woody Harrelson all these this one's nominated for a lot and won a lot of Golden Globes so it's kind of favored um, not for the lighthearted. this movie is Intense. Crazy, funny, and sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way, more of your best summer jobs or those best first jobs that you ever had. Yeah, Allison, you're next. 877-310-4MSJ. And coming up next hour, Sam is spending way too much money trying to get one date. One day. Tell me about it. That's uh, next hour. (laughs) Okay, right now, loving this this week to hear from you about your first job ever or the best summer jobs. Like these conversations and ideas just... I think help any you know young person who's trying to figure out what's the first job, right? right? 877-310-4MSJ. What was yours, Allison? A lifeguard, actually. Yes. Nice. On a beach and then at a YMCA. Yeah, and did you go through training and all that? I did. At first, it doesn't seem like it's worth the certification, but it definitely pays itself off. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have to save anybody or just step in? I did. I have... 50 saves underneath my belt. Wow. Like adults or little kids or who did you save? It's adults and children. Um, one time a toddler, Man. but mainly adults and very few children. And Whoa. this was your first job. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. Hardest. What's the hardest part of it? Staying focused and awake, yeah. I believe. Yeah. The elements can get to you, like the sun, the wind, yeah. um, the smells. So the hardest part is like making sure you stay hydrated, focused, and awake. Mm-hmm. No kidding. So what do you do now? I am a security guard. Oh, wow. Mm. Lifeguard Ooh. to security guard. <laughs> that is your yeah. calling to watch out for others, huh? Um, Kind of. <laughs> yeah. And that probably kind of bleeds over into your life. Like you're all, you can you you can't help but being on guard, even if you're at coffee with friends, right? Uh, exactly. I know that um, when I was in college, there would be a couple times I go out with friends and I see like kids running and I immediately went back into my lifeguard mode going, don't run. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're no fun. You can't, well, (laughs) you can't help it. It's part of your DNA and that's good. It gives you things to look, you know, you know what to look out for. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Allison. And so you see, I mean, being alert and staying awake, that's an important part of being a security guard. Yeah. Although the the opposite is made for some great plots and movies over the years. (laughs) Paul Paul Blart. Okay, look, we love hearing about your first job or what are the best summer jobs uh, idea starters for young people 877-310-4675 
Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. Yeah, two new movies opening up mm-hmm. I want to tell you about. One of them is a spy movie with a lady you love, Sam. And Bruce Willis is back defending his family in a way that we like a lot. The family-friendly box office review. Are you guys ready for what's new this weekend at the box office? Man, we have got to squeeze in time for Black Panther, Murphy. I really, really want to. Well, we've got that. You've got a couple that we need to watch on Netflix to get ready for the Oscars. <gasps> mm-hmm. I mean, Three you billboards. Can, if you're not careful, you can spend your... Entire weekend getting ready for it. Oh, and I'm trying to finish binging This Is Us. Season three, Game of Thrones. I don't have time for movies. Okay, uh, let me know. Let me let you know what's new this weekend. Okay, Jennifer Lawrence in a spy mystery thriller called Red Sparrow. From this day forward, you will become sparrows. Weapons in a global struggle for power. You'll be trained in psychological manipulations. Where's J Law? I don't hear her. Ballerina. She's a ballerina. And she's recruited to Sparrow School, a Russian intelligence service where she's forced to use her body as a weapon. Okay, she has to target a CIA agent. It's based on a novel written by someone who was in the CIA. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to watch a spy movie, this one's got legs, okay, at least. You know Literally. What I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Red Sparrow. And, you know, you think it's just another spy movie, but. There are people in our world, I'm not, I haven't seen this movie, but who do try to live this double sort of life. And oh, what yeah. an incredibly oh, psychological ride mm-hmm. it must be. How scary and weird and odd. So Red Sparrow, Jennifer Lawrence. It's not The Hunger Games, kids. Yeah. It's a grown-up spy movie. We also have Death Wish, an action crime drama starring one of our favorite action crime drama stars ever. And I know I think John McClane always, but Bruce Willis. Someone took my wife. Everyone involved is going to pay. You look much better getting out socializing. Mm, not so much. Well, whatever you're doing, keep it up. <laughs> all right, okay. so he's a doctor, he's a surgeon, mm-hmm. and then you know he sees all this horrible stuff in his ER all the time, the crime in his city, but then his family's targeted and he is out for revenge. So action crime, Bruce Willis. That sounds like a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> Do you think that's the route that Bruce Willis will go on now? In his later acting years, like what Clint Eastwood has done over time, all yeah. of these, you know what I mean? Over the years, those legacy actors that yeah. went into these kind of... Yeah, well, everybody knows him for that kind of stuff with the diehards. So I love him it. as John McClane forever, but yeah. yeah, I think that he gets you know scripts in front of him and he probably chooses and he feels really comfortable doing this. Right, uh, both of these movies, Red Sparrow and Death Wish, both rated R. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, Sam, I was so excited yesterday when I found something new for our baby bearded dragons to eat that they love. Of course, Murphy is upset about it. So, you know, we've got baby bearded dragons at the house, Sam. Yes. Uh, it was a growing Christmas bearded dragon. Yeah, they are. They're much, the girls. much bigger than they were a couple of months ago. <laughs> you know, it's funny since I started watching Game of Thrones and I've seen your bearded dragons. Well, they're, they're, I'm just thinking, slap some wings on those babies. I know, right? Yeah. We could yeah. take them out for Halloween and put little <gasps> wings on them. Oh, <laughs> I know. Perfect. I See, could be Sansa again. Not that she handles dragons, but still. That's what I wondered, because Jody had no interest in reptiles yeah. until these came along. So I always wondered, was it Game of Thrones no. and then your affinity for the dragons on the show mm. it was then my, led to the beard? I can't like believe it. you're questioning me. It was my mother's heart. These girls have asked for a, some sort of exotic pet like that forever. So I did some research, and they are the... They're pretty docile and low maintenance and easy to care for, and mm-hmm. they are. Like yeah. I never thought I was even going to mess with them. I pick them up all the time and pet them, especially uh, Nugget. He likes to be cuddled. 
What are you going to do when they get big? Don't they need big cages? Bigger terrariums, yes. Oh. Uh, yep. There's a lot of bigger stuff coming because they're growing like crazy. Anyway. Jody and I have a difference on how we feel about where those are going to be kept later on. Murphy only wants them in the girls' rooms. Uh-huh. I think it'd be good for them because they're very social to be in a more family-oriented play part of the house. I'm with Murphy on that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not going to be... Thanks for weighing in on a family yeah. decision. They won't, they Sorry. Won't, they won't be in the living room. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, they're cool. They are cool. I just don't think that their environment needs to be in the living room. Yeah. You know? Haven't you seen what they kind of leave in parts of their... Uh, yeah, I clean it up sometimes. Yeah. It's all one ball. It's easy to clean, actually. Mm. Okay, anyway, one of our big, you know, points of discovery, something that we're, you know, discovering every day is what to feed them because as they grow, they eat less... They're supposed to eat less protein and more vegetables. So right. you can, like, give them a salad and they will eat it up. Butternut that squash. That's the opposite of humans. You know that? Yeah, we need yeah. more protein as we get older. Yeah. Yeah. They're still eating the heck out of mealworms and crickets when I can find them and, you know, all that. So they become like bunnies. <laughs> they love mustard greens, especially mustard greens. But I went to the store yesterday. I couldn't find mustard greens. I found cilantro, fresh cilantro. <laughs> I brought it home. Ogie ate it up, and so did Nugget. Every little bit of it. But what do you think happened? Well, Jody walked up, and she says, you should smell how fresh it is. And so I did. I smelled it. But because I have a cilantro eating problem, taste and smell are related. And I mean, as soon as I took the whip, oh, my God, I got so nauseated. I thought it it smelled great. Well, I wasn't thinking. I literally had to like, please get me something else to smell fast. (laughs) So she brought some cinnamon over. We posted a video of Ogie eating down on that cilantro. In case you missed it, it's on our Facebook page. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift's big tour announcement and two surprise guests announced for the Academy Awards. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so you know Taylor Swift's big reputation show kicks off really soon. Her tour. So she made this video tweet announcement yesterday that's actually kind of cool. I'm going to get to the reason why it's cool. She's announced yesterday who is going to open for her. Yeah, there's been a big question like, who are you going to do? Who are you going to do? Do you remember back in the day a long time ago? I remember this because my girls really liked... uh, one of the albums at the time, Taylor mm-hmm. Swift album, then she announced she was going on tour and she had then announced that it was Ed Sheeran. Oh. And that's when we were all just figuring out who Ed Sheeran was. Who's it was that? like, wow, exactly. Because yeah. we, we knew him for like one song then. No, um, Taylor announced yesterday, and this is an early birthday present for this young lady, that Camila Cabello will be her opening act. That is going to be fun. Now, Camilla was in the group Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And then she left Fifth Harmony and brought the world this song and had it was number one like all year mm-hmm. or something like that and Camilla came back and on Twitter explained this is the most exciting thing and I'm so excited to be um, um, a part of something like this like it's literally literally a dream come true because right. when she was 14 years old and she tweeted this out yesterday that she had a, a poster of Taylor on her wall <laughs> and now she along with Charlie XCX will be opening for Taylor Swift. You know, I wonder. The reputation tour. Taylor's still very young, and I wonder when she hears stuff like that, she goes, oh, okay, wow. Ouch. <laughs> You're right. That's one of those first moments, and she'll be having many of those yeah. to come. All right. Reminder for everybody that the Academy Awards coming up this Sunday night on ABC. And remember last year's epic envelope mix up with Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway? Warren, what did you do? <laughs> I wanted to tell you what happened. Oh. I opened the envelope, <laughs> yeah. and it said, Emma Stone 
La La Land. Okay, so the mix-up was that I they said the wrong the best wrong picture, which is probably mm-hmm. the worst Oscar thing that could have happened for yeah. the for the Academy. Um, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway have been at the Zolby Theater this week rehearsing because apparently they're going to get to make good. They're going to let them back. And they're okay. going to let <laughs> them back, and they're supposed to present uh, uh. the award again for Best Picture <laughs> this Sunday. <laughs> Golly. See, Jimmy Kimmel you know Jimmy begged, is going to have a joke and a he, half for that one. He must have begged yeah. for this to happen. Yeah. All right, coming up in your next oh. Hollywood Outsider this morning at oh. 7.55, everything you should know and what to watch for for the Academy Awards. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up. Happy Friday. Woo-hoo. And, uh, yeah, by the way, just got a text from Renee at 877-310-4MSJ. Jody was talking about the beardies and how she fed them cilantro. Mm-hmm. And as you know, cilantro is totally repulsive to me. And you call and, it the devil's lettuce. And I wasn't thinking about it when Jody said, it, she says, you know, when it's fresh, it smells great. And I fell for it. And Renee said, Why yes, you- smell and taste are connected. Why did you do that? And so when I sniffed the cilantro, yeah. it was the same reaction I would have as if I put it in my yeah, mouth. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Phoebe and I were blown away at how good it smelled. Yeah. Now the bearded dragons want a taco salad. Man, they hey. love it. Hey. Okay. So yeah, Texas, you can call or text 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, right. Sam Friday favorite. All right, Sam's turn. Yeah, well, you know, we're celebrating uh, this past week Mr. Rogers' 50th, the 50th anniversary of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood since it's oh, been on TV. Yes. Uh, and one of the stories, all kinds of cool stories popped up during the week. And one of the things I didn't know uh, was about when he feeds the fish on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I remember when I was a kid watching it, he always fed the fish and the music played and he ding, 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 yes. ding, ding. Yeah, that's and a lot of fish feeding. That came about because of a real life thing that happened. There was a a, a blind child mm-hmm. who back in the day wrote a letter to Mr. Rogers and said if he doesn't describe what he's doing, they don't know what he's doing. Oh. And she was worried about the fish if I don't hear you saying you're feeding the fish, I'm worried. Are the fish getting enough food? Oh, wow. So that's why he does it and talks and about it. it. In fact, he even addressed it in one of the episodes. I have some friends who get very concerned when I forget the fish during our visits. Well, I just wanted you to know that even if I forget to feed them when we're together, I come back later and feed them so they're always taken care of. It's good to know that fish and animals and children are taken care of by those who can, uh, isn't it? I feel so precious now. Wait, I just have to say, you know, anytime I hear Mr. Rogers again, I'm reminded the way he slowly explained things. Everything. And casually and simply, you know, in our super rushed, crazy world. Of course, children need that. We mm-hmm. all need that. Yeah, it's a reminder for yeah. parents and teachers to slow down and explain things. This is their first go round. Well, have you ever? Everything w- is new to a child. Have you ever watched a Mister Rogers Neighborhood episode recently? Not in a long time. It's but just, it's just so <sighs> relaxing. Whether you're a child or not, it, not it's just, just like hmm, slow this is it so down. nice. So that's why he feeds the fish. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, Friday favorites. So good. All right, coming up later this hour. Why Sam is? Why you're spending a lot of money trying to get this one date? Sam's got music news next. Yeah, he's got the top song in America right now. He's performing at the Royal Wedding, talking about Ed Sheeran. How does he top all that? I'm going to tell you next. Sam's got music news. Uh, Ed Sheeran uh, racking up the big awards right now. We were just kids when we fell in 
So he's so ridiculously good. Various versions of Perfect have been number one. You know, mm-hmm. the sing, the regular version, just him, and the one he did with Beyonce. Yeah. They were kind of battling it out for a while. You know, I forgot about all the duets. And he's uh, going to be singing, or well, supposedly singing, in the royal wedding coming up uh, uh, in at May. At the reception. At the reception, yeah, right. with the Spice Girls and Elton John. Uh, well, now he has been named the best-selling global artist, you know, in the world, the number one-selling artist. Beat out Taylor Swift. Mm. Beat out Drake. That's he, a best. That's a bestie of his, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Number one, and, and it's all because of his album Divide. Had Shape of You, Castle on the Hill, Galway Girl, and now Perfect. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations to Mr. Sheer Han right now. Sheeran. Yeah. Did you hear the news about Nine to Five possibly getting remade? I saw it. I saw the headline. Like a re, like a reboot, meaning more today. Uh, more today, it's gonna. They're talking about, you know, this was uh, Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, uh, and they're talking about having three younger women. Sure. And then the three originals, Lily, Dolly, and Jane, they're in talks to possibly come back and portray their characters okay. as older. Giving yeah. advice to the three younger girls. That's cool. It's a, if it's a working woman story, it works today. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. does. And uh, I don't know if you caught this too uh, this week. Dolly Parton, she gave away her one millionth book. Yeah. You know, Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, where she yeah. gives books uh, to kids. I know. One hundred millionth book. That is just amazing. And oh, by the way, you know what book she gave away too? Code of Many Colors. That's right. That's <sighs> right. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, she hit her one millionth. In 1995, which was only like, I think, two years after she started that whole book program. Right. And so it's just, yeah, she's... She's incredible. She is an American treasure. One day, they're going to make her biopic, and we're all going to leave the theater in tears. Happy tears. Mm -hmm. Happy tears. And this, I thought, was really kind of cool. Country artist Jake Owen has kind of revisited John Mellencamp's Jack and Diane. He's got a new song out now called I Was Jack. You were Diane. It was yesterday, it was years ago. We were singing every word on the radio. Kind of like them songs, save our souls. That country rap Somehow, thing. Some way. But it's the music from Jack and Diane. Got it. About Jack and Diane. Yes. And his, it's not like a sequel for the original song. It's just talking about how that song made you felt if you were a kid back when you heard Jack and Diane Got growing it. up and you had that way. And he did run it by Jack Mellen, uh, John Mellencamp mm-hmm. and John heard it and said, man, this is cool. Go of for it. That's cool. kind of that kid rock all summer long thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same yeah. kind of retro feel. Murphy, Sam and Jody. Music News. Alright, coming up next, more of your first job ever or best summer jobs. 877-310-4MSJ. Robin, you're next. Because moms of the world are already thinking about summer plans, because that's what moms do. That is what moms do. You're yeah, right. um, talking about what what are the best first jobs and best summer jobs for <clears throat> teenagers. In fact, today's after the show podcast, we have got to go around the table because I just learned something about Sam I didn't know after all these years. What his first job was? That was a security guard at uh, a, a nursing con- home, a nursing home construction site. Huh? How did we not know so that we'll before now? There. I thought it was you know, there's, oil there's rig. things you don't talk about. You know, <laughs> that's for the after the show podcast today that oh, you can get any time. Um, 877-310-4MSJ to let us know about your first jobs. Hello, Robin. Yeah, I was calling about the summer job. Yes. My daughter has a summer job right Uh now that is dear and dear to Jody's heart in animal rescue. Yay. We knew, yeah, we knew the animal rescue vet before we got into animal rescue and we would go sit up there for hours, and she would volunteer oh, in his office. Mm-hmm. Love it. Without pay all day long. Right. Eventually, he said, you know what? 
Let's just put you on the payroll. <laughs> wow. Sweet. So now she works in the back in the kennels. It is not an easy job, but no. she absolutely loves it. Good for her. How old is she again? She just turned 18. Yes. She started volunteering up there with him when she was 16. You get to do something that's your passion and you learn about it early on. She'll learn what she does want to do and what she doesn't also want to do. She did. Um, when she started this job, she thought she wanted a million dogs. She's learned that one or two <laughs> is a good number. Yeah. Well, I need to take that lesson from her because it's crazy towns like Pet Zootop- Petopia at my house. Yes. We do rescue too, and I have um, two of my own dogs, mm-hmm. and then we are res- we have two rescues right now. So. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's continual. I will always do it my whole life. I always will. So is your daughter looking to like go to vet school or she's happy just doing what she's doing? She's actually happy doing what she's doing right now. Great. She um, actually fell in love with her instructor at Taekwondo and mm-hmm. her Taekwondo instructor went on to the police department. Oh. So now she's looking into law enforcement. Huh. Oh, cool. yes. And then she could somehow parlay that those together one day and work with canine uh, law enforcement she dogs. Does. She wants to be in the canine unit. They told her awesome. what she needs to do to get in it. You know, that's the thing I always tell any kid, but my I'm trying to tell our daughters this every day. There's no pressure to name what you're going to do now. Just start doing things and you will learn what's for you and what's not for you. Exactly. She's changed her mind a dozen times. Sure. Now, but she's older. She's got her path. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Robin. Yeah, great to hear from you. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to let you know why uh, just trying to get a date with this girl at Home Depot is costing me some serious bucks. (laughs) I uh, rolled over to Home Depot once again. Oh, Sam, you looking for her? I'm looking for her. This is a serious cashier whose name I don't know and I should have asked... See, most people go actually shopping for home improvement supplies. Right. Your home You're looking for awesome. a date. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I'm serious about this. And it's, it's odd for me. I thought about yeah. this, but I've gone back three or four times seeing if I can run into her. Just That's and, a lot. And it's, you know, if something does work out, it's going to be a funny story down yeah. the road. You like know. how long? In, let's be. say you have two Kid. or three dates with her. You're not going to tell her to date three or four. I wouldn't freak her out right away with, oh. hey, I've been trying to sort, sort of stalk you. No, I'd make, this, I'd make this known to her right away. Oh. So okay. can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Um, are, are you doing this really more for just, you know, your own confidence to, sh- to show you can actually do it? Um, or are you doing it to get the date? Two, yeah, two things. The confidence is one of them because I don't think I can do it. See, Aww. that's good. I Why love you that you're doing that? this. And the other thing is I do want to get another look at her to make sure the first impression look that I had was oh, right God. on. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I was all impressed until the second observation. <laughs> what do you, why do you think you can't do it? I'm, I've never Because I've never done it. Okay. I've never gone up to a stranger and said, hey, would you like to go out and have coffee or anything? You know? Okay. And I granted, when I was drinking, I said a lot of things to strangers, but that's a completely different story. That was story. a different time and place, Sam, yeah. But what I do find, and this is really ridiculous and I got to stop, is that every time I go there to look for her at Home Depot, I'm winding up buying stuff. Yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> Home Depot is a guy's wonderland. I know. It is. And I, I never can have too many flathead screwdrivers. I happen to be walking down the uh, power tool aisle, and my, my drill is acting up. <laughs> and so I started looking at the drills, and it's like, well, these aren't too bad of prices. 
I'm going to get me a new drill and some new bits. Because I've had okay. the, the one I have since I was married the first time. So it's like 20-something oh, yeah. years old. Time for that drill to be a, so, a new. You know, and, and, and I also need uh, a stud finder. Which Murphy's you know, got one. I know I've got one, and it constantly goes off every time it gets near me. Every yeah. time you put it in your pocket, and that, and that joke is laid down every time it gets I near. And, and I thought of Murphy because I did go up to another very attractive worker at Home Depot, yeah. and I asked her where I can find the stud finders. And I really watched her face because I wanted to see if she had that. Here we go again. Look, yeah. but no, she told me where to go find it, and I went and okay. found my stud finder. Okay, you know, coming up next, I want. I want to help you with this. The stud not, finder? No, not oh. thinking you can do this. Of course you can. Will you let me help you? Sure. You know, I do suspect that someone is going to take Sam's joke and try that this week at a home improvement store. That's not store. Sam's joke. The That's whole, the, the whole, oldest joke in the book. I know, but somebody's going to do the stud finder thing. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's going off constantly. Ah. Yeah, you do it every time you break out your stud finder. I know, but that's a joke for you. You yes. know what I mean, Jody? That Thank really you. is to make you laugh. Never gets if, old. I wonder if they've ever had to have somebody removed from Home Depot for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, be... sir. You're going to have to step out. Yeah. You're so, creeping everybody out. <laughs> so, you know, Sam actually ran into somebody weeks ago. Uh, she was oh, checking you out. Cashier. Yeah. <laughs> You were hoping she was she the checkout girl. Yes. You were checking her out. Yeah, she's helping helped me out. Of the, she was a cashier, and I thought as I walked out, I mean, I should. She was cute. I should have asked her out. And you guys flirted. It was real. It was on. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> flirting there. And I've been back a bunch of times, and I can't find her again. Okay, here's the deal. And you're saying that you want to try again, and once you find her, you are planning to ask her out, but you're so nervous. Or oh, you, yeah. What you just said a few minutes ago was that I've you don't think cold you can, called like that before. Right. You don't think you can do it because it's basically asking out a stranger. Right. <clears throat> I will say this. I just want to. Should I, want I use you to, the stud finder line? No. Yeah, probably not. Please don't. Please don't show the cheese yet. Don't show her your cheese yet. And don't get yourself in a you know, pickle where you're like you cop out at the last minute and decide to rent the truck instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to rent the truck, and I bought a bunch of lumber, and I'm yeah. not building anything. <laughs> I just want to say this to you, and for every man <sighs> in that position of being nervous to ask a woman out, whether that's a kid on the plate, you know, like at school asking the, his crush out, yeah. or you asking somebody out. Um, just from my perspective. I know it's hard and, and you're putting yourself out there and it's being vulnerable because I guess the big fear is that it's going to be a no and then what do you do? You yeah. feel horrible. But as long as you do it in a very respectful, classy way and not a creepy way, it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Women do love to be complimented and it's a compliment for someone to be interested well, see, to throw a compliment at a woman as long as it's not creeper town will make her day i'm not going to tell you what i would plan on saying sure, or would like to a- say but i've run through it in my head a bunch of times nice that there's going to be an out for her as well right. when i start this nice. because yeah if she is happens to be married and just doesn't wear a yeah. ring yeah she's seeing somebody yeah i don't want it to be creeper town right so remember you might just make her day even if she declines you uh, hey i got a new drill out the deal some Boom. new light bulbs that's sound advice jody thank you and i like the term creeper town never heard of that before <laughs> now but now it's a word yeah Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Getting you ready for the Academy Awards Sunday, who you can expect to see there. And will Ryan Seacrest be on the red carpet or not? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's let's get you ready for the Academy Awards Sunday night. Where does it air on ABC? Mm -hmm. Is it live? Yes. Jimmy Kimmel is back to host for the second year in a row. The movie that leads with the most nominations is called The Shape of Water. She deaf? 
And she can't talk because she's mute. I know. And, and it's like, what? And Apparently the next thing you know, 13 Academy Awards you know nominations. What? Forget the storyline. Believe for a moment that something like that can wrap you up. Think yeah, of the things I, that we follow. Sam, you love Game of Thrones. Oh, no. And with the shape of water, after hearing that, it's like, well, I got to see it now to see I know. What, what the deal it is. It leads with like 13 nominations. Dunkirk coming in second with the, the amount of nominations. Let's talk about presenters. Everybody's going to be there. Gail Godot, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Army Hammer, Mahershala Ali, love him. Chadwick Boseman, who's going to get like a standing ovation right now because the world's in love with him, and rightly so. Um, Laura Dern, Jennifer Garner, Tiffany Haddish, who's hysterical, uh, Margot Robbie, your favorite, yeah. who's up for her role, who's up for Best Actress from I for Tanya. She's against Meryl Streep. So anytime yeah. an actress is Forget against Meryl one. Streep, they're worried about it. It's happened before. I was just glad Jennifer to be nominated. Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence won, yeah. went up against Meryl Streep, who's and pre- said something about it. <laughs> uh, who's presenting the award for Best Picture? Yeah, this is the funny thing. They're bringing back Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. They've been at the Dolby Theater this week in uh, Hollywood, re- you know, running through it. Because they're going to get a chance, I guess, to redeem themselves after that huge epic flub. Warren, what did you do? <laughs> I want to tell you what happened. Okay, I so the they're presenting for Best Picture. Uh-huh. And yes, amid um, allegations that he has denied and been cleared of, Ryan Seacrest will be on the red carpet. Okay. And you know what? Uh, those in Hollywood, you'll be able to see who's Team Ryan right away and who's not because, you know, they can go to him and talk to him and let him interview or, or they not. Can avoid him, yeah. And his co-host, Kelly Ripa, from the show, uh, completely behind him and thinks he's wonderful. In fact, yesterday her words were, I adore you. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, Taylor Swift makes a big re- reputation tour announcement. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Can't wait to go around the table uh, in the After the Show podcast about all of our first jobs and Sam's <clears throat> being something I never knew he did. Uh, Sam, we had something in common with our first jobs. I wore a uniform. You wore a uniform, I yes? I didn't wear a uniform. Oh. I just okay. wore regular clothes. Murphy didn't either for his first job. Okay, so we're going to do that in the After the Show podcast yeah. today. And of course, you can catch up on anything you missed the entire week on the podcast and you can listen literally anywhere that you are, which is awesome too. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. All right, let's uh, check our voicemail. We can always, in case you miss us in person at 877-310-4MSJ, let's see what's in the voicemail. Hey, guys, it's Tom in San Antonio. Um, listen to you guys every morning. I just wanted to tell you my favorite first job was uh, I toured with an opera company for three years uh, during my uh high school years huh, cool and um it was a blast i had had to learn how to take care of myself i did my own laundry my own cooking i got paid we traveled all over the uh east coast it was a blast just wanted to let you know hey have a great day Bye. thank you thank you for listening tom and thank you for the, what a cool Man. summer yeah. job that that's to travel like that you know not every kid would be comfortable doing that yeah not every parent would let the kids it's do true that it's but true what a great opportunity yeah. you don't necessarily get to do that later in life right once you're kind of anchored down and committed boy you got cool. that right 
Oh, Sam, you're not anchor down and committed. <laughs> Why don't you get that mortgage and them kids? You ain't traveling okay. nowhere. <laughs> All right, we do love hearing from you. And if we do miss your call, you can always leave a voicemail. 877-310-4675. On the way this hour, why Murphy is upset with me for something I'm feeding the baby bearded dragons. Well, that's because you kind of put it in my face. <laughs> Sam, we might be entering a uh, pet overload situation at the Murphy oh, household. Oh, You think so? <laughs> I, I've been wondering when you hit, you would hit the threshold the there. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, sad about it with the dogs because I can't foster right now. Yeah, you can if you want to. Uh, it's fine. I mean, we've got five dogs. You can foster one if you really wanted to. No, uh, you know, the, with the bulldog in the addition. My, I mean, it that would was be too much, and you know that. Okay, five I dogs, feel- two bearded dragons. Well, the bearded dragons. I think the bearded dragons are the ones that are kind of putting thing on. We're having to automate some of the process here on the bearded dragons, huh? which is cool. Timers. I'm gonna put timers on their lights oh, so that their smart, lights yeah. turn on yeah. and off. That way, the girls, you know, I mean, if somebody misses it, they, they're not gonna freeze hey, during the day. Maybe you could hook that up to Alexa. Ah, uh, ooh, didn't think about that. <laughs> right, thank you, Sam, Sam. You just gave him his weekend project. Thank you, Sam. Turn on the bearded dragon lights. Okay. That's a good idea. But um, you have to remember to tell her to do that. So it's the same thing as having to go remember and do it yourself. No, you can actually set up timers and automation and that, that okay. can work. Come but on, that's not Jody, the point. Get All right, George it. Jetson. You know, so their their diet is changing a little bit. They can eat more vegetable than protein now that since they're getting older. And Jody brought home a big handful of fresh cilantro which two bunches of fresh cilantro they loved and i made the this the huge mistake of letting jody say it's it's fresh come smell it and i didn't just i didn't think about i didn't either i'm sorry i did that too. and all that being so you know to, together and it, the thing is when i smelled that it literally stuck with me for a long even after yeah. smelling other things i had to go finally eat something else i couldn't believe how strong it is even well, me I, it really was not being dramatic about it yeah yeah you it hate cilantro okay yeah. well, so the deal was i was chopping it up doing a rough chop on the counter and phoebe was getting some more for her dragon ogie and she was like man it smells so fresh taylor even walked past and phoebe liked the smell of it and taylor mm-hmm. walked past and said oh, it smells like great mexican food i'm like that's because ah, it's a garnish ah. you know and um it was just fresh and i don't know that we've ever because of your aversion to it we've never had fresh cilantro <laughs> in the house of you. <laughs> and so i was like look smell this and i felt horrible because he got like livid yeah. and sick well, almost. Well, not livid. It was just like, well, oh, oh. I mean, yeah. yeah. What do you call it? The devil's lettuce? He calls it the devil's <laughs> lettuce. Um, anyway, but I've, I'm learning so much. They can eat celery, bok choy. They love mustard greens. So I'm just going to only, and look, I went to buy more greens. Yeah. And they didn't have any. And so that's why I grabbed the cilantro. I will try to stay away from it, but I got news for you. They both yeah. ate every bit. Uh-huh. Jody's excited that we don't have to do, you know, focus so much on protein because we won't have to go the Doobie Roaches route mm. to feed them. Blah. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift makes a big announcement about her reputation stadium tour. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Taylor Swift's reputation stadium tour launches in like 10 weeks. So Taylor made this big announcement on Twitter yesterday, and uh, a video tweet actually about who's going to open up for her. Mm-hmm. If you open up for her, you are you are being exposed to a huge oh, audience. Yeah, I mean Ed Sheeran opened up for her when the world yeah. didn't know who Ed Sheeran was. Look what happened to him. So yeah, nobody knows of him. <laughs> okay, so she announced and made somebody's dreams come true, and that's Camila Cabello. 
You know her from this? She was also in Fifth Harmony and then left Fifth Harmony and everybody was like, that's a mistake. But it wasn't. She absolutely has her own career now. She's turning 21 this Saturday and she tweeted back to Taylor, wow, not only dreams come true professionally, but... She had a poster. She's like, I had a poster of Taylor Swift on my wall when I was mm-hmm. 14. So she, along with Charlie XCX, will open for Taylor Swift. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. I think I found what I uh, want to do this summer. What's that, uh, Sam? Buffalo, New York is starting themselves. And what's what food is Buffalo famous for? Uh, chi- buffalo chicken wings, of course. Yes, buffalo wings. Yeah, from the uh, Anchor Bar in Buffalo, the originator of buffalo wings. Okay, so they've decided decided to start. The city has the Buffalo Wing Trail. They oh, ask okay. uh, all kind oh. of local residents, "Hey, what's your favorite buffalo wing place?" Because they're everywhere. Sure, uh, they came up with a finalist, and so the people at the uh, convention and visitors bureau went out and tasted some of the finalists, and they've come up with the dozen buffalo wing restaurants where you can go to Buffalo. You can take the, the tour of all 12 restaurants and eat, you know, sample at each restaurant. Yeah, you need to go to this. Does that not sound like awesomeness right That there? needs to be your getaway. It does, but you, wouldn't you have to pace yourself? I mean, because even oh, if you yeah. ate two wings from every place, that's 24 wings by the time you get to the yeah, end Yeah, well, you don't have to hit all 12 in one day. I mean, No, you make a few days of it. Yeah, you know, and so and fact, the, the Anchor Bar is one of the uh, 12 restaurants, the original. Of course. I don't know if Hooters made it. I guess it's probably blasphemy there. Right? I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah. It's a good question. But you could do that, like... Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you wanted to, uh huh. I think I could do that for a couple of days. Oh yeah, I, I got too. Yeah, I mean, you, like you said too, you do six in one day and six the other day. Yeah. Mm, Buffalo Wing Trail, and it's going to start this spring. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Ah, uh, the case of the disappearing trash can at our house has been mm. solved. Scooby Doo over here. Sam, remember how I was explaining that the trash can at, at our house, me and Jody, you know, have three cans that usually sit out. One disappeared. Yes. And a lot so of I, trash cans. I go back and I watch the uh, video and see, hmm, okay. The home surveillance it, video. It wasn't somebody taking it. It just so happened the automated garbage, it, you know, the claw came out, can goes up, claw can comes down. In. No can. <laughs> right. Can doesn't come back. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and, you know, call and, and get a replacement on this. So uh, I made the phone call. You want to know how is this all went? Yes. I'm dying to know. Um, so this is actually pretty cut and dry and pretty simple. All I need to do, uh, I've never had to do anything like this before. I have to take the video and I have to get a notarized statement. No, you don't. Right. That certifies. What did I tell you? That the video. Red tape. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. See, I told you. <laughs> no, they were. The city was like they were totally understanding. It was like you know, unfortunately, this happens more than we would like to admit. Huh. So you know, yeah, not a problem. We're going to send you another one. Okay, thank you. So, even though I know you would have loved for it to have been the red yeah, tape thing. Honestly, I believe it could have gone the other way too. <laughs> no, it was simple. And we've got more music coming up to help you get through this workday. Come hang out with us after the show. We've got a new episode of Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show on today's podcast. Uh, yeah, we're going to go around the table with our first jobs. I think I had the coolest one of everybody, but... I think Sam might have had the strangest one. Yeah, of course. <laughs>